0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of BS with Bella. And I'm with my brother Peter here. Hello, Peter.
1: My name is Pete. I play uh, football at the University of Oklahoma, and I'm Bella's brother. So,
0: Pete, when did you get him to start playing
1: football? Um, I started playing football probably, at, I would say, about at age uh, four. So I started playing flag football in actually Wayne, New Jersey. There's this NFL football flag league. Um, that dad had signed me up for. um, And a bunch of my friends um, at the time were also starting to like football and join into football. So I started playing flag football um, when I was four. And the first team that I was on was uh, the Detroit Lions. So um, I remember um, good memories from starting to play football. And obviously, I fell in love with the sport and continue to do it to this day. So
0: and but yeah. then you started getting into the other team, right? when you so I remember kind of vividly when we you were younger, you were at the Detroit Lions, but then you went into the Browns. When did you start doing the Browns? Flag? Yes
1: you yeah, know, so I was in the I was uh the Detroit Lions um for a little bit, and then um I was the Browns, which became my favorite NFL team, um, and I was on that team uh, a little a couple of years after. Um, the Lions for a short time, and then after I was done being on the Browns, um, right before I started playing tackle football, um, I was on the Eagles for a season. So um, it was a really good experience. Just you know, getting to get introduced. Is that to the when game. you first
0: came into like loving football too?
1: Is like yeah, flag- def- yeah. So it really started with flag football. I um, fell in love with that. Um, just playing um, and growing up around football. And then, you know, I started to get into the video games. Like I started to become obsessed with playing like Madden and sports games. So um, I think flag football starting out like that and then just um, constantly being around it, watching it, playing video games about it. Um, I just fell in love with it and became a, a vital, important part in my life. So
0: what about when you started playing on the Browns for the flag football? Is that why you are so attached to the Browns?
1: Yeah. So that's, um, that was the first flag football team I was on. So I really, um, fell in love. I don't know why it just, I don't know. I liked, I ended up liking the team and then I've been a fan of the Browns ever since. So, um, but yeah, that's, I would say when I was on the Browns, that's really when I fell in love with football. Um, and I don't know, you probably seen the photo, um, around the house, but that flag football photo of me and the Browns when I was like really little, um, that's, uh, that's a good picture of uh, good a good memories uh, from back then. Yeah, good memories from back then. And all my friends used to play um, – well, started to play flag football. So it was also fun because I was able to make
0: friends and,
1: um, you know, practice and stuff like that. So, yeah.
0: Did you say you were kind of more in, more connected with football when you started doing tackling? Like when you started doing tackle football, did you think your love for football grew more?
1: Yeah, definitely. So it really – flag football was kind of like an introduction cuz there's no tackling and stuff it's you're pulling flags so i was introduced to the game then that's when i started to love the game and then as the years uh went on playing tackle football starting in 3rd grade um i had a really good um uh pee wee football coach eric knight and he really um helped me fall in love with the game even more um i still talk to him to this day so um yeah i would just say uh you know as the years go on my love for football just grows um, on and on. And um, it's really about the relationships you built that um, makes it so much fun. The game's amazing. Um, but the people you're around is uh, the absolute best. You make so many good friendships mm-hmm. and uh, relationships with coaches um, that you still talk to, to this day, trainers and stuff like that. So um, that's a really awesome part about the game of football um, in my eyes. So,
0: Well, I obviously know what your childhood was like, but can you kind of touch base on like the EOE growing up when that whole experience and still playing football? Because I know you had to take a break for a while, but kind of your story about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so um, the first time it really affected me um, was it was fourth grade. Um, I got really sick um, close to the last game of the season. It was the Super Bowl. And, um, you didn't I was, play, like, right? Really, really sick. No, I ended up playing, yeah and then but right after well i made a deal with mom i said if you let me play i'll go to the hospital right after so
0: um i played
1: through i played of course, through mom. Yeah, like... i, I played i played through being really really sick um and then um we went like straight to the hospital um and i remember just being like really sick the doctors didn't really know what was going on they were running like a bunch of tests um uh, with like endoscopies and colonoscopies to figure out like what maybe I might be allergic to because they maybe thought it was an add-on to celiac because maybe there there was just more stuff developing but um it had nothing to do with celiac it was entirely new so I couldn't I couldn't swallow any solid foods um
0: yeah. um
1: and I was it's losing lots of weight food, right? and you remember yeah no I was I wasn't on a feeding tube but um. I was close to at a certain point, mm. uh, but if I was on a feeding tube, I wasn't going to be able to play sports. So um, I tried to avoid that um, as much as possible. So um, yeah, so after the football season, you know, I was in—I think I was in the hospital for like two weeks. I can't really yeah. remember.
0: I think it was like, like two how months. long?
1: It was, yeah, it was like two weeks. And actually, my PE football coach, um, Eric Knight, he actually came to visit me um, when I was in the hospital, um, and he actually. He gave me um, a hard drive with all of our fourth grade um, PeeWee football games on it, so I can watch it while I was in the hospital and just give me something to do. So at the time, I was really depressed. Um, you know, I couldn't really do much. You were also in
0: fourth grade, so you're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't do anything. Like, and I, even after the hospital, like I, I wasn't really supposed to hang out with people because my immune system was so weak. So like, even like, even if someone came over, um, I had to wear like a mask and stuff. Um, you probably remember that, probably not as much as me. But, yeah, I would have to wear a mask mm-hmm. if, like, they were coming over to hang out because, like, my immune system was so weak at that time. So then the football season passed. Um, I was still um, experiencing the same symptoms of not being able to um, swallow solid foods and yeah. um, just not knowing what was wrong, a um, bunch of different um, uh, symptoms and stuff. But at the time, EOE was, like, relatively new. Like and it that's was, what mom it's found it, right?
0: The- mom
1: found it. Yeah. Out. She ended up uh, finding out because we went to, like, so I was out of school for, like, 100 plus days. Yeah, Uh, yeah, 100 plus days. I was close to not graduating the fourth grade because of it. But uh, they made sure. So I would basically have, like, a teacher come to the house and, like, help me read books and stuff like that. She would help me with, like, work um, because I wasn't supposed to be in school. So um, she would come over all the time and help me with, um, you know, my schoolwork. So I was able to yeah, I was able to end up, you know, passing the fourth grade and, um, doing well. we went to like so many doctor's appointments and, um, they didn't know what it was. Um, you know, some doctors told me that like, there might be something psychologically wrong with me, might be in my head and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, No, let's just make it up in my head.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know, but you know, um, how it is sometimes, but then, yeah. So mom, mom kind of, um, helped find it. It was really, uh, Jay Kashkin, um, Dr. Kashkin. And I still talk to him a lot to this day. He helps me out, um, with just navigating it and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. um, he found it out and he was actually mom's doctor. So he, um, he wanted to check it out and then he ended up, you know, figuring out. So what exactly is EOA? So it's, a so basically, um, I'm allergic to these certain foods um, for example, I'm allergic to corn and the protein that is found in corn, um, when it, when it's processed and I'm, it's eaten in my body, it attracts, uh, cells called eosinophils, um, into my esophagus. And when eosinophils, um, are types of cells, they're not supposed to be in your esophagus, but when they are in your esophagus, they cause you not to be able to swallow food. Um, so, um, so they basically, how they found it out is they just did a bunch of, uh, uh, endoscopies and yeah. lots of scoping to figure it out um it took a while for them to like really figure out everything because it was so much at the time and like eoe was really new um it's pretty it's not common yeah. i would say it's still it's still very rare but um uh, there's more Even when i talk about you know
0: to people people are like what's eoe i'm like yeah, I'm about to just yeah different foods <laughs> like
1: yeah, you can't really just much. go out
0: and eat anywhere
1: yeah no so I mean it's it's more common now today but like back then there was like really not a lot of knowledge about it so like that's why it took so that's why I was out of school for like a hundred days and yeah I had to do like all these tests because they did they just didn't know there wasn't a lot of education on yeah. it so
0: and also being allergic to like having EoE you're also allergic to gluten dairy so it's like so much other yeah, stuff. yeah so being on top of that how did you recover to get back into playing football after 100 plus days, almost start graduating fourth grade, then the fall comes around. How was your body? Like, what were you doing?
1: Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, after the 100 days, I would say my body was pretty weak, because it just wasn't, um, you know, I lost like 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. Um, During that span of time, like I really couldn't eat, you know, sit down and eat a lot of meals, because like they, like I said, they didn't know exactly what I was allergic to at that time. So, um, you know, it was really tough just like getting food down and, um, trying to you know just you know maintain or anything. So yeah, you know, after uh I was put on, you know, medication for it, um, and we Dr. Kashkin got it all figured out. Um, you know, I slowly started to you know just eat more and you know it was a big adjustment because it's an entire new diet. I went from just having celiac and being you know 50% lactose intolerance and now like you said 15 new food allergies so um it took a lot at first like you know i didn't really understand it it was really confusing but um mom helped me out a lot you know they would cut and dad too they were constantly you know they're reading. watching this
0: and mom's like yeah i did <laughs>
1: they would constantly you know read labels um you know obviously i do it now for myself cuz i'm at college but yeah. you know when i was growing up they would read labels and you know kind of walk me through like what exactly I should avoid in each food, and what derivatives are not okay, um, yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean, the recovery kind of took slow. Um, it was just more of a big adjustment and just getting back to the swing of things. Because I actually didn't, I didn't technically miss any football because the season was over. I was yeah. able to play the entire season, and then I got sick. So, um, I'm not sure if I was able to play lacrosse that year.
0: I don't think I'm you not were. Sure.
1: Yeah, I don't think so because it was the springtime. Like, yeah. So I got sick. I I got sick like mid so November. you also did stop playing soccer. Yeah, November, um, December, January, and like February was like really the months I was sick in. So I, I can't remember if I, um, ended up playing. Yeah, uh, lacrosse, but and then uh, once my body was back to, you know, um, just being better and uh-huh. back to like somewhat stability, um, I did like. A couple of football camps in the summer, and that made me get comfortable again. And then, um, you know, once I was on on um, once I was on medication and it was managed, and you know, I was able to play everything went smoother. You know, I, and yeah, and then haven't really had any problems with it since I was diagnosed in fourth grade. So, which is good. Uh, But yeah,
0: and I know kind of vividly, I kind of remember your high <clears throat> your high school process. How did you decide you wanted to go to St. Joe's? During that time,
1: yeah. So, um, with like the high school decision, it was a big decision because um, I needed to know like how I was going to manage my food and like if I would be able to store um, stuff. So, actually, at um, St. Joe's, a big reason I went to St. Joe's because um, I had a great atmosphere, but also Coach Augie Hoffman. Um, he really made me feel comfortable um, and safe with my, you know, food allergies and my yeah. medical conditions. And he he actually ended up getting celiac disease, too. So he was able to, you know, relate on the small scale about what that's yeah. like. So, you know, he was able to help me out and he was very accommodating. So, like, I feel it like... That you a room, too. Else. Yeah. So I had a room where, like, I would store, like, food um, for lunch, and keep it in the fridge because I would have to... I couldn't eat the school lunch. So um I... Um, had to make my own lunch and, you know, most of the time it would be like cold cuts with like um, specific gluten-free bread and stuff. So it all had to be, um, you know, in the fridge. So I couldn't, I didn't want to put it in a lunch box and walk around with it all day or let it get nasty in my locker. So
0: yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. So I just put, you know, that there was a fridge in that room. Um, That's where I would like store some snacks and foods and stuff like that. And there would be like water in there and stuff just in case I needed it. And yeah, but um, when it came to high school, the big thing was just like comfortability, Yeah, Um, you know, just being able to be comfortable and, um, you know, not um, feeling like um, it was an obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to, you know, focus on school and play football and, you know, being able to manage that easily. So that definitely helped. And it was a big reason why I chose there.
0: And how was your high school career during your football season?
1: Like, it was good um
0: you were on yeah, varsity so, your freshman uh, year
1: yep so I ended up making varsity um my freshman year at the end I got pulled up um I didn't I didn't play in any games but um I just practiced my uh freshman year on varsity just to um get used to it. and that was a privilege um you know coach asked specific players to get pulled up and practice and you know get to used to varsity and stuff and freshman football was good it was a fun experience um not as intense as varsity, um yeah, but it was a good experience, you know those are the guys you came in with um and for everyone that's listening it that doesn't know, I went to all boys Catholic school, so um our school is really um centralized around like brotherhood, so freshman football was fun, you know, I made some of my best friends there, like really solidified um, my relationships with guys like that, yeah, and it like like I said, it was a fun experience, um not crazy intense, but then so then uh sophomore year um. Uh, I didn't start, but I played a lot on varsity. Um, I started a few games on um, that outside linebacker mm-hmm. or the free safety position. So, um, and we lost our rivals on the one yard line that year. But my freshman year, we ended up winning the state championship against Burden yes. Catholic. I didn't
0: remember that. 13
1: to nothing. And that was a, that was a great experience because um, the rest of my high school career, I didn't win a state championship. So um, that was like a great moment to cherish. That was like a super, really fun season. Um, and then, so, like I said, sophomore year, we lost our rivals and then COVID hit. So we only played like eight games. Um, it was a really weird season. We played a bunch of different opponents, um, like at a conference. So we played like the Hun down, um, in Princeton, New Jersey, which is like a private school. Um, yeah. grad, I believe. So we played. So it down. was like
0: none of the teams and, that really would like be in your schedule.
1: Yeah, not, not usually. So, uh, but we played all the normals. We played Bosco once yeah. we played a Bergen Catholic once, DePaul, so we still played majority of our opponents, but there was no playoffs, Um, and it was just a challenging year because, you know, we had to to get our temperature taken, you know, before practice, and, you know, everything had to be a certain length, and if someone got COVID, um, then if you were in contact. Isn't it funny to think about it now,
0: how that's like kind of stupid?
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it's crazy, Um, just the times we're in, and you know, like all the rules, like like if you were in contact, like, like I said, you would have to like sit out. Um, and that was a big part of the vaccine. Why I got the vaccine um, was because mm-hmm. of the football season, because if you didn't have it, um, you would be out for like two weeks if you came in close contact. But um, if Wasn't you it like five had days? the vaccine, yeah, if you had the vaccine, then you would only be out like four or five days. So there was like a real difference in like, the duration of time you're out. And um, my junior year was a really important part of recruiting, um, and I couldn't miss – I absolutely couldn't miss any games. So um, I had to make that decision um, to make sure, you know, I didn't miss any games and that I was Mm -hmm. there because there were so many rules in place. But And then my senior year um, rolled around since we didn't have no playoffs. uh, Junior year was kind of, you know, we just played eight games and didn't feel like it really happened because, like –
0: Did you you want to say, like – like for the recruiting process, like even with football coming from junior year with no playoffs, like, did you say like you were kind of scared with like your film and stuff that you really didn't have a lot to show? So you had to like really prove yeah. yourself senior year?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, that was, that you hit it right on the spot. So yeah, junior year, when we played in eight games, but like it didn't even feel like it happened. It wasn't really a lot of film because usually... You know, season's like 11, 12 games. So you really have those extra games to, you know, really put your best plays in um, and stuff like that. In the summer, I had uh, the summer going into junior year, um, I had a quad injury. So um, that uh, I missed some time practicing in the summer. But besides that, you know, I didn't miss any games, but it was tough because, you know, every, but everyone faced it. Everyone, you know, didn't have a lot of film. More states played more than others. Um, But it was real tough in the recruiting process because, you know, like um, the NCAA granted everyone an extra year of eligibility like a COVID year. So all those guys would stay and then they wouldn't have to, you know, offer scholarships to players in high school. So, you know, it was definitely concerning, but that's why senior year was so important for me. And, you know, I didn't I didn't have any offers um, until like October of my senior year. So um, it really happened late for me. Yeah. Um, were you scared? I know you were happening. having
0: like so nervous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was definitely nervous, you know, cause you know, you're calling and texting all these coaches and you know, you think you're going to get offered and then you never do. And you're like um, you're scared cause your future's in their hands essentially. But um, you know, you just got to keep staying on top of it. You know, you only need, you know, one coach and one school to really believe in you. So that's why senior year was so important. So senior year, you know, started every game um, mm-hmm. just like my junior year. And uh, had a really good season. Um, We fell short in the playoffs again to our rivals, Don Bosco, unfortunately. But you had Um, a big play that really
0: helped you put you on the spotlight.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we played them twice. We played them once in the regular season, once in the postseason. So, yeah, so I really played my best um, high school, career high school game against them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In the regular season, I had a, a fumble recovery. Um, a forced fumble, um, 106 yard uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown, which is the longest in state history. That was all and, over New Jersey when
0: that happened.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, when that happened, it was big news. Um, and then I had 15 plus tackles, so you know that was like the best game in my high school career, and you know it really um, helped my recruitment. So yeah, that was that's uh, just a summary of you know my high school career, and uh, yeah. um, high school was fun. You know, I had a great experience at St. Joe's, and. Um, you know I got my jersey in the background um, just because I'm far from home and you know like to you know look at it reflect on good memories and you know I made such good friends there and Mm -hmm. um, my best friend you know Jalen Wade um, I met him at actually the football camp um, that I went to after I had EOE in fourth grade Um, and he's from Westfield New Jersey and we ended up going to the same high school and um, we really became best friends and like um, I look at him as like a brother that's and it was awesome that we were able to um, yeah. go to high school together. So,
0: how'd you end up at OU? Can you kind of touch base a little bit on that? Because I know you're really Got it. going to Clemson.
1: Yeah. So, um, the story with that is so I went to, um, so I was in contact with Coach Venables um, going into my senior season. Um, and he really wanted me to come. Uh, to Clemson's camp, so he can see me. Um, he really liked my film. You know, we had a we had a couple conversations. Uh, was starting to build a really good relationship. You know, yeah. through recruiting um, and stuff like that. So he told me, you know, Pete, um, come come down to Clemson's camp. Uh, here are the dates, basically, and you know, show me what you got. So you know, I made it a priority to make. That's it, so right? scary. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was definitely <laughs> intense, but. Um, I think it was like June 4th or June 5th was the camp date. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So, um, I go to, um, the camp and I do really well, you know, mom and dad brought me, you guys didn't come cause it was a huh. summer. I don't know what you guys were doing and stuff, but so we drive, we drove down to Clemson. Um, so the day before the camp, we got a, a tour of the facility, yeah. um, by graduate assistant it was awesome. Um and then the camp was the next day. So I went to the camp, did really, really good. Coach V was impressed with me. Um and he offered me a PWO spot. Um and I was extremely excited. What's a PWO? Um,
0: potential walk on. Okay,
1: so it's it's a preferred walk-on. Okay. So um that's what it is. And so he offered me that and uh um where was I? The so you offered me, yeah, yeah. So you offered me um, the PWO, and I, like I said, I was so excited because it was a um, an opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, Clemson yeah. football, you know, any any Division One college football is big time, and it's um, it's awesome. So um, I was really really excited. So then um, from that camp, I ended up going to the Duke camp right after because um, it was nearby. Just hitting, a, um, had been in contact with them too. So you know, I went to the Duke camp, did really, really well. Um, never ended up getting offered anything by them, um, but anyway. So, um, uh,
0: Coach V, yeah, so
1: <laughs> yeah, so coach, so Coach V, um, so like I said, after he offered me the PWO, we you know continue to him. maintain contact, um, you know, continue to build our relationship. And then I forget when it was. It was towards the end of the college football season, I believe, the regular season. It
0: and was winter break, that... right? It was winter break around um, here?
1: Yeah, probably a little before then. I'm not yeah. sure exactly. But there was there was rumors that he might leave um, and become the head coach at Oklahoma. So, um, you know, I decided just to apply to Oklahoma just in case he ended up coming back and offering me. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, I was right. Like three weeks later, he hit me up again and we started, you know, um, okay. you know, we started talking again and and then he, um, he offered me a PWO spot. And then, um, I was already admitted into the school. So it was an official offer, um, an official PWO offer. And, you know, I was super excited because I really wanted to go to Clemson. I really wanted to play for him. And, um, uh, Regardless where then he went. He left. He was, yeah. 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 And I wanted to, you know, he's a great coach and I want to follow him. I really want to, you know, learn from him and stuff. So, like I said, I was so, so excited when I was offered um, that spot by him. So then, um, you know, we visited. Um, we flew out to Oklahoma and visit the campus. Um, never, never were, never been to Oklahoma prior to that. And um, yeah. really. Ended up, ended up loving it, you know. Had a great experience, a great, um, you know, a great visit. And you know, I decided. Uh, I think it was two days or a day after my visit that I committed. So I committed, and you know, that's how I am here now.
0: How Pretty was your much twenty-five this year? hours from home? Yep. <laughs> how was your yeah, season? Twenty-five hours away from home.
1: Um, our season was okay. We were six and seven. Um, you know, it's it was a whole entire new system. Um, so, you know, we had some things to work out and stuff. Um, you know, we made a bowl game down in mm-hmm. Orlando. We played in the Cheez-It Bowl versus, uh, FSU. Um, and it was a great experience. You know, it was a fun week.
0: You um, got a bunch of stuff from them lost. too.
1: Yeah. Uh, I got like a Cheez-It watch, um, a backpack. So we got a bunch of nice bowl gifts, um, for making it to a bowl game. And then we went to Universal for a day, which was awesome. Um, SeaWorld, Um, you were able to go to downtown Disney. We didn't end up going to Disney, but, uh, me, um, and a few of my teammates went to downtown Disney just to walk around. Um, and it was fun, you know, it was a great experience, um, the bowl game. And then, uh, you know, it wasn't the best season. It wasn't what we were hoping for, but Mm -hmm. you know, we're improving every day and um, we're going to have a great year this year. Um, so yeah.
0: How many? So you're a red shirt now, freshman. You did it at the end of last yep. season. So how many games did you play in your freshman year or yeah, or what games did you play in?
1: Got it. So I played against Kent State, mm-hmm. uh Nebraska,
0: mm-hmm. so two.
1: Um yeah, Baylor, three. Okay. I believe that's it. So as as a if you want a red shirt as a freshman, you have to play in four or less games. Um, so I was able actually to play in one more game, but, um, it didn't end up happening. So, um, I was able to redshirt smoothly with no problems, yeah. um, which was good. And you know, that's, that's common. And most of the time, if, if any dude played under four games, they usually just automatically redshirt them. So it yeah. basically just grants you an extra year eligibility. Yeah. It's basically like it didn't happen. So, you know, um, Now I have a full season under my belt. I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, you know, I could just work um, to continue to improve. And, you know, I'm just focused on getting better every day and, you know, being a great teammate. And I'm just working as hard as I possibly can to, you know, make an impact and bring value to the locker room and to the team. So, yeah.
0: And how was your college? Like, I know, like, probably coming from high school game to a college game is a little much different were you scared? Yeah. You got to prove yourself, right? Being a freshman as well.
1: Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say I was scared, um, but it's. I would say it's definitely always intense. Um, you know, um, going from high school to college, the schedule is a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. It's our. It's our livelihood. You know, we're we're playing football and doing pre- preparing Student and athletes. meetings. Twenty. Yeah, pretty much twenty four seven. So you know, there's not really much free time. Mm-hmm. um compared to high school where you know you went to practice you had a couple some meetings you lifted occasionally and then um you know you played the game so um you know it's a lot different and i wouldn't say i was scared um i, I just um i just didn't know what to expect because you know you've never been in it and you know even though it's so intense it's absolutely awesome it's a great experience and you know um it really makes you a better football player and you know a better student too cause, you got to juggle all these um, assignments while being able to practice. So it really yeah. helps with time management. And, you know, I feel like um, the game of football, you know, helps you out with life and it teaches a lot of, you know, life lessons. And, and it definitely helps
0: you. So. How are the football facilities?
1: They're amazing. Um, so just to like walk through it, um, you know, we have our indoor turf um, Everest training center. Um, we'll practice in there when it's, like, thundering and stuff like that. Um, other sports use that building, too. Um, track uses it, too. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice, you know, turf field. But you have a golf? Um, we, like, a little golf thing? Yeah, we have. A, so, we yeah, in our players' lounge, <clears throat> we have a golf simulator. <laughs> um, we have a golf simulator, a basketball shooting hoop thingy. Um, what else? We got a PlayStation, an Xbox, a pool yeah. table. So we got a bunch of stuff. Um, there's players always in there, you know, <laughs> doing stuff. Um, the golf simulator is really popular. And then there's always guys playing video games and basketball. And then actually in the back room of the um, the player's lounge, we have water beds. So oh my it's, like God. A heated, well, it's a heated water bed that's like really comfortable and it like promotes um, recovery. Uh, yeah. So it's really cool. Um, the facilities are awesome. We have a cold and hot tub. Oh my God. Um, and then it's got like an Oklahoma logo on the back, which is really really cool. That's probably so um, nice. Yeah, it's 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 always awesome to jump in there, and um, you know we just have amazing facilities. You know we eat upstairs and something called the 300 Club. Mm. Um, we got our weight room and then our small turf and the Switzer Center, which is where the locker room is and yeah. the hot tub and cold tub. The training rooms in there too. Um, there's a nutrition counter with nutritionists. Um, that and make, you have a chef um, too right yeah so there's a there's a bunch of chefs upstairs that cook um and then like I said, there's nutritionists that you know provide uh supplements and mm. um smoothies for us recovery shakes and, that's
0: so nice and food and
1: stuff yeah um we're treated uh very well, so um it's awesome and you know the facilities are great. We're actually getting a new facility um in like twenty twenty four or it might be 2025. I'm not sure, but I, I think I'll be, I'll be here. Um, okay. Hopefully.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: And hopefully, it's, hopefully it's done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a chef at Headington that also, you know, helps make food for the team and for yeah. me and she's great. Chef Kelsey. Um, she's Kelsey Trent. She's great um, with uh, my food allergies. You know, I text her 50 minutes before <laughs> um, and she'll just make me whatever poke bowl or pizza oh, she,
0: people.
1: yeah she she makes great stuff but yeah i'm really excited for that uh new facility that's gonna be awesome yeah. i'm praying it's done
0: <laughs> so uh, you could um, use it
1: <laughs> and i'm the st- yeah, and i'm still here i heard it's gonna be absolutely insane so
0: yeah how is yeah. balancing everything like are you close with your coaches and stuff
1: yeah so um balancing everything you know like i said before you know we have tutors and
0: mm-hmm. academic
1: advisors that help us manage the time management and stuff like that um and then our coaches um will send our parents a grade report so for example <laughs> mom loves that grade will, report <laughs> yeah for example my coach is coach hall so i think he does it either once a week or every two weeks he sends uh, mom my grades and like <laughs> there'll be notes like if i like failed a test or missed an assignment or you know something like that but so they're you know, on top of a, you yeah, they're on top of you. You know, they're on top of your grades. They got to make sure they, you know, you got to make sure you stay on the field. you stay healthy. And, you know, I have a great relationship with all my coaches, especially Coach and Coach Venables. You know, I talk to them on a daily basis. I'm constantly communicating um, how to get better and what I need to do um, to, you know, um, keep my grades up and stuff like that. So um, there's definitely always an open line communication. Um, it's good to communicate and yeah. um, I have a good relationship with them.
0: And you're close with your coaches, right? Yep. And how, what any advice would you give a kid in your position that either has a food allergy that plays football, or kids that are going into college football? What it would, what advice would you give them?
1: Um. So for a kid with you know medical conditions, if he's going into college to play a specific sport, I would just say you know you need to advocate for yourself. You need to commu- over communicate um, constantly be communicating with trainers, nutritionists, your coaches, Yeah, um, they need to know what you need and you need to, you need to know if they can accommodate your needs essentially. So you got to ask questions, you got to communicate. And then for just being a, you know, student athlete in general, I would just say, you know, just soak up as much as you can, um, you know, whether it's learning the playbook or learning life lessons or just being taught things, just soak up as much as you can and, yeah. um, you know, make great experiences, make great relationships with your coaches. And yeah, just um, like I said, just soak up all the information you can because college Advocate. is like really a time of like le- learning and growing and, you know, because at some point your sport's going to end, you're not going to be able to play football forever. So yeah. you're going to have to be able to, you know, have a communicate plan. with people. Yeah. Have a backup plan communicate with people um, and, you know, network and make relationships um, to help you in your life. So.
0: How's the game atmosphere there? Like insane, right? Like literally insane. Yeah,
1: it's it's absolutely insane. So, you know, we stay at the hotel say it's a home game. We stay at the hotel. Um, We leave Friday in our suits. We go to the hotel. We have our meetings at the hotel, team meal, uh, team movie, um, all of our meetings and stuff. Then we go to bed. We'll wake up. Pre-game meal. We pray. (laughs) There's chapel, stuff like that. And then we're we're in our suits a lot um and then you know we have the walk of champions so basically we walk with our suits through like thousands and thousands of fans that's so crazy, crazy.
0: <laughs> Sign autographs, names
1: and stuff. yeah the, you sign a, a lot of autographs they're screaming your name and stuff <laughs> um and then it's yeah it's 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 awesome it's absolutely crazy oklahoma's got the best fans in the country um they're like diehard football. They love to the play. I want to go to a, a game awesome. so bad. Yeah, yeah, you should when you get free time. I know you're busy with college, but um, yeah. So the game atmosphere, like the first when I ran down. Anyone wants to go with me? I'll be a fan. Yeah, we got a. Uh, you know, we get uh How many tickets do we get? Four. I think I believe it's four. Yeah, four for each home game. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere is absolutely insane. Like I remember when I ran down on the kickoff. Um, when I went in for the first time against Kent State, it was, like, such a surreal moment. Like, the atmosphere, like, just straight real, like, like, the energy and, like, we have, like, these LED lights in our stadium that, like, we're <laughs> flickering. Yeah, it's awesome. And, like, there's so many fans. It's so loud. It's, it's a great atmosphere.
0: Do you want to go in the NFL after college? Like, would you think about that?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's the dream. It's, that's what the dream has been since I was four years old. <laughs> Um, so it'd be great. Um, it'd be awesome if I would be able to achieve that dream of playing in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but if that doesn't work out, I didn't want, I either want to be a coach or something like be that. And, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, cause I love the sport and, you know, I love, um, relationships and, you know, impacting people. I think it's important, um, to pay it forward, um, to what you accomplish in your life and, you know, help others, um, to be able to do the same. So.
0: Well, thanks Peter for coming on BS with Bella.
1: You're very welcome. You had a great set of questions along. Oh, did I'm I? surprised
0: you did we, <laughs> we didn't we didn't mention mom at all. I know. She's definitely like waiting. She's like listening with her ears like Hi Mom Who do you, th- who do you think
1: uh mom's favorite child is?
0: So you. Like don't even go there. You think
1: so? You think yeah. so? Yep. Who do you think th- who do you think dad's is?
0: My me. By far, me. Really?
1: So Heads Teddy's no middle.
0: favorite? <laughs> it's just there.
1: I wonder what he's up to right now. He's play, probably playing Roblox or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Or riding his bike somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for yeah. coming on BDS Bella. We're going to lose our time soon, but I'll catch you guys next Thursday. Bye. <laughs>